Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Intruder Theatre in the Making. I'm your host, Remy Rehuba, and thank you so much for coming back. Now, in this episode, I'm going to talk about uh, different funding opportunities and development opportunities that I was trying to find after I came back from Berlin, uh, and that was in 2012. So, the very first thing I did was I asked Catherine and David whether they knew um, anything or anyone who I could approach. And I think, um, you know, maybe if I were you or anyone who was uh, working on any project, I would always come back to the people that I know or people that I'm working with. And I think at that particular time, Catherine might have mentioned to me I'm just looking at my notes because I uh, did a little bit of research and dug up my old emails. And I think Catherine must have told me about uh, Arts Trust Scotland. Uh, And I'm going to focus on it a little bit, um, which I think was part of Creative Scotland. I'm not really sure whether that fund is still running, uh, but I was really, really happy when uh, when I found out about it. And um, what I needed to um, do to present over there was to, of course, fill in an application form. I needed to write a cover letter uh, with two referees. I needed to provide a synopsis of my project and a sample of my script. So, of course, um, what was really, really um, great about having Catherine and David on board, and I wish everyone people like that, was that I really trusted them and we uh, worked together on um, different applications or letters that I needed to write. I think even Catherine showed me uh, certain letters that she had written Uh, for different uh, funds or foundations and it was great because then I could um, actually look at it and uh, see what how you actually write letters like that because uh, I had never written letters that uh, would be talking about my piece or why I'm looking for funding Um, so um, so I was very, very grateful for that. And when I was preparing for that episode, I realized that we really emailed quite a lot uh, where I uh, asked Catherine or David for feedback to look at my paragraphs, to look at my letter, whether it actually looked OK. And I think it was it was very reassuring that I could in doubt go back to them and ask them and they give me feedback and they amended it and and I'm very very grateful for that uh, especially now as I completely forgot but when I was digging up my emails I saw the amount of exchanges that we had was just overwhelming um, and um, so the first thing I did was I needed to fill in an application form the other was to um, write a cover letter uh, for that fund Um, So just outlining what I'm um, looking for, why I'm applying for funding, something about the project. Uh, 
but also at the end they were asking me to provide two details of my referees. Now, when I was recording episode one, uh, you might remember I did talk about Royal Consulate of Scotland and my MACCT course. Um, and uh, Hugh Hodgett and Hugh Hodgett at that time was the Dean of Drama and um, he was kind of our year head with Joyce Deans who I uh, believe is the head of acting and Hugh as far as I know I was told I think two weeks ago that he retired which is a shame because I love Hugh he's always been very, very helpful and he's helped me a lot even with my piece. So um, uh, when I was thinking of, okay, where do I look for referees? Who do I go to? Uh, I mean, who can I ask? Hugh is always the very first person that I went to. And um, as I said, he's always been very helpful and he's always been very kind to me and uh, very generous. So I thought, well, he would be the best person to provide a reference for me which he did uh, very kindly not only on this occasion but any other occasions um, and the other person that of course I went to was Tristan Sharps of Dream Think Speak uh, that's why I mentioned him in the previous episode because I felt well if you have a wonderful relationship, well, wonderful professional relationship with someone and uh, you've worked with someone on a couple of projects, uh, just go to them. Um, why wouldn't you ask them for help? Uh, it was wonderful for me to be working um, on a couple of Dream Thing Speaks uh, productions and I, I thought, well, I'm sure um, Tristan wouldn't mind asking him because if you don't ask, you would never know. And the Tristan um, agreed and I used him uh, for my uh, reference. And probably if we hadn't had a very good experience, I wouldn't even be going to him. Uh, but um, because we worked on a couple of projects, uh, since that time I've also asked him for a reference for other things and always been very very helpful so if you're ever wanting to go for any kind of a reference for an artistic project I would always say go to the people that you've worked with because actually they're going to help you so I already had two referees um, I had a synopsis which was a little bit of a description of the project I had uh, a sample of my script because, uh, well, I put the the accounts of the events uh, that we had worked with uh, David on from the Arches. So that's what I um, um, attached as well. Also, um, coming back to the cover letter, um, I think it's very, very useful um, that when that cover letter is ready, you keep it and you really spend a lot of time, well, a lot of time, fair amount of time making sure that it's a properly written letter. And why I'm saying that, because actually later on, I use that letter in on many, many occasions, writing to people, emailing people, 
Sometimes it would have been just one paragraph. Sometimes it would have been the whole letter that I would have just needed to have changed the day, whatever, or the date. But I always think it's uh, it was important for me to have a template of a letter that I could have used later on for any other opportunities. And actually, I did. And it also marked my, well, kind of the very beginning of my work as a producer. Now, now why? Because when I was applying to Arts Trust Scotland, they were also asking me to provide them with the budget. So they were asking me, okay, how much money I'm requesting and what I'm going to spend the money on. By that time, I had been self-employed, so I was doing my own taxes, I was doing my own accounts, but I'd never done budgets. I was quite, well, I was very new to it, uh, so I kind of need to find out, okay, how do you do it? And um, I asked a couple of people, and it turned out to be quite straightforward. I needed to put performers' fees, director's fee, uh, dramaturg's fee, transport cost, and, and things like that. And then when I added it all, um, I came up with the figure, and that was the figure that I put on my application form. And I think I was writing to ask for a five-day laboratory uh, to work on my solo piece. But as I was saying, that was the very first time that I needed to do a budget. I never wanted to ask anyone about, about it because I knew that if I asked someone else to do the budget for me, I would need to pay them. But also it wasn't like a really proper application uh, that I needed to uh, fill in, like a proper budget that I needed to do uh, seven la- seven years later. Um, that one back in the day uh, was quite straightforward and was quite simple. So uh, I'd, I dealt with it fairly quickly. And that having that already put me in a very good place because I think it was one of the most demanding applications for funding that I needed to do. And that was done and that was sent, I think, uh, when I'm checking my emails on the 23rd of February 2012. But I also didn't stop looking. It wasn't just that particular thing. I thought, and I always believe, the more you look for, the better chances of success are. Uh, So I was asking various people whether they knew of any trusts and foundations and or places or organizations that provided money for development opportunities or uh, maybe for R&D. And I emailed people and people came back to me. But I also went to producers and uh, one of them was Ed Littlewood, who I met working on The Builders at the Travers Theatre. And I asked Ed whether he knew of any funds or foundations. And he did send me a list of, um, I think there were maybe 40 funds or uh, um, foundations 
who I approached. Um, and actually, uh, I remember on the sheet that I got, it did say criteria, application process, uh, the website. And with certain places, it was quite straightforward. When I saw it, I thought, okay, well, it's not for me. But then with certain places or funds, I looked at the website. If I wasn't sure, I emailed them. Uh, sometimes on the website it said, okay, you need to fill in an application form and write a cover letter. So because I had already done that one for Arts Trust Scotland, it was very straightforward. Uh, and it was easy. Um, but also with the emails that I did, was also straightforward. Um, literally, I did um, copy and paste, just changing the name. Uh, not always, but with quite a lot of cases, uh, because sometimes I just wanted to find out whether uh, that particular fund or foundation were still accepting applications because I couldn't find the info online. And that's what I did. I uh, sent these emails and I got replies back. And when there was an opportunity for me to uh, submit an application, I actually did it. And I think I, um, looking at my emails, I submitted an application to Unity Theatre Trust. And there was also Fenton Arts Trust. Um, so, uh, two that I, I think I, I found that I would be eligible for applying. Um, also, I don't know why, but I sent quite a lot of letters and emails to theatres in London and in Scotland. Um, I remember it was uh, Theatre 503, Oval House, Paints Plough, The Bush, um, I was really trying to find out whether theatres um, were providing any funding for development. I remember because I'm Polish, so I contacted Polish Cultural Institute and the Polish Consulate in Edinburgh. So I really did quite a lot of things. I did explore a lot of options. Now, in hindsight, when I think about it, would I do it again? I'm not really sure, to be quite honest. I don't particularly think I would be approaching theatres and asking them about development and funding opportunities because most of the replies, well, if not all of them, came very negative. And, um, and theatres well, at, at that time, 2012, didn't provide funding opportunities. Uh, um, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, to be quite honest. Um, but I think the only positive that I took from that was that uh, that initial contact with the people and with any artistic directors because that's how we got talking. And uh, then if I had any questions in the future, I could go to the people directly rather than uh, emailing that generic email. I think that was the only thing that I took from that, that I got um, uh, contact for someone. And there was one more trust that I went for in Scotland, um, and that was called Tom McGrath Trust, which I think still exists, and they provide small grants 
I think around 500 pounds um, and I remember I sent my application there as well because I think with funding um, I you know it's always very tricky um, because I was living in Scotland so I could always go to Creative Scotland now I'm based in England so I can go to Arts Council England um, but it's always I remember I found it always very confusing where to go who what does uh, especially at the very beginning uh, when I was working on the piece and yes of course apart from writing um, these applications and emails I was working um, as well um, and um, I was looking forward to meeting Fiona from the Playwright Studio, which I did meet with her. We met at the Mitchells Library. I didn't really remember that meeting. Uh, I, When I was looking at my emails, I found um, an email after our meeting that I sent to Catherine and David. And this is my memory, although I never remember what I wrote I just found it a couple of weeks ago so this is what I said um, we've just met at the Mitchell's library she's very friendly and open which is great we talked about the piece and she suggested I email her the piece so that it can be read by one of the readers and feedback would be given which I think it's a good idea she also mentioned that uh, maybe the piece could be put forward to some of the producers in Scotland she also said that their budget is limited and for the time being they don't have a lot of funding and she would like to establish a fund which could be used for workshop purposes. We talked about the piece, funding opportunities, places where I sent the piece. Nice chat. I told her that it was wonderful to meet her and any help would be great whether it's in a few months time as there was no pressure. Tomorrow we'll send her the piece. And what I was referring to and what I briefly touched upon in episode two was um, that the Playwright Studio runs, I believe they still do with the National Script Reading Service. So I thought, well, if I can send my piece to them, at least they can give me feedback uh, what what one of the readers thinks and this is why I'm mentioning that I will be sending her the piece but there was one more thing that happened um, you know I was talking about sending the piece to theatres in London and uh, receiving no replies back or not emails or just um, just normal emails saying no but I thought well what if I sent my piece to the Royal Court and I remember that I, I don't know whether I read somewhere or that someone was saying that uh, or someone was submitting a play and they mentioned that not only did I submit uh, the their play to the literary department, but they sent the their play to the artistic director. And at that time, uh, the artistic director was Dominic Cook and um I sent, I think, two hard copies of that account uh, that I had. It wasn't even applied. It wasn't even a draft. I have no idea what I was thinking. I sent it to the Royal Court, to the literary department, but I also wrote it, I sent it to uh, Dominic Cook, 
because this is what also I found in my emails. And then I really don't know what the journey of these two hard copies was, what happened. But then I got an email from um, Caroline Steinbeis from the Royal Court and she worked um, at the International Department. And Caroline, uh, theatre director, um, sent me a very lovely email and she gave me a very detailed feedback on what she thought uh, about that piece that I had sent her, which was very, very generous of her. I am reading it now and this is what some of the things she is talking about. She said, I was very affected by your work. Uh, there was something very filming about descriptions of the events. Um, of course, she gave me feedback, uh, questions that I could be asking myself, but it was the very first uh, detailed feedback that I received. Um, and I was very, very thankful for that. And interestingly enough, uh, from that moment on, we kind of stayed in touch and when I came to London I met with her and we stayed in touch and Caroline had been always very positive and very supportive and when I was emailing her about certain things and telling her oh this isn't worked or this hasn't worked or that hasn't worked she always was you know uh, this is how it is you need to plow through it uh, if if there was a will, there was a way, I think she said to me once in one of her emails. And also at the same time, I started getting different replies and emails from all these theatres or foundations and trusts. And all of them came negative, like, no, 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 we're not providing, we're not doing it. Um, my application for Arts Trust Scotland came negative and I was very disappointed with it but they did ask me to resubmit my the application from uh, Tom McGrath Trust also came negative so all of a sudden that period where I was planting loads of seeds wasn't bearing any fruit and um, and I wasn't very happy about it because I thought well I can't really work on it unless I get money but it was always nice to get emails from Caroline who would say please don't feel discouraged it can feel like a long road sometimes as I'm sure you know already please keep me posted all the best to you Caroline so the fact that I wasn't particularly moving on or making any progress as far as my funding was concerned was disappointing but you know I had these people that were supporting me and uh, like Caroline and collaborators who said keep going keep doing it um, because you know you're not the first one and not the last one and uh, and from that experience this is what I took I took that well my application for Arts Trust Scotland wasn't successful, but then I'm not going to give up. I'm going to focus on it and I'm going to resubmit. 
But there was also other things that I was looking forward to and one of them was meeting George and talking about the piece. Um, but also there were other things or options that we were exploring with the team. And um, I know that I said that I would talk about meeting George in this episode, but I didn't really know that it would take such a long time to actually talk about these funding and development opportunities and how I went about them. It's not the end, but it's the main bulk of it. Uh, I would slightly touch upon them in the next episode about meeting with George, about getting feedback from Playwright Studio. But there would be one more thing that happened that I didn't even think would happen. But I, yeah, but what it was, I will be discussing next time. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I hopefully speak to you next time. Bye for now. Thank you.